I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I hope she never listens to this, babe. This is not okay. None of this would be okay. <laughs> you said she does listen to this. I know. She's podcast. a huge fan of the pod. She's a huge fan of the pod. Just block her from this episode. Just skip it. <laughs> I'm diking out. You're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Diking out. Hi and welcome to Diking Out, a podcast that is hanging on by a rainbow-colored thread. I'm Carolyn Bergier. I'm Melody Kamali, and today we're diking out with comedian Flora Manon. Hi! Hi, Flora. Hi, Flora. <laughs> okay, Hi. before we let you talk anymore, we have a couple of announcements. Uh, My Queer Dating Show Loves a Pitch is coming uh, back June 23rd. It's going to be at Come On Everybody this time. Makers Mark is sponsoring it. Flora, do you have any hot single friends that should apply? Yeah, I do, actually. <gasps> yes. Oh, my God, I do. I just looked at your Instagram and it looks like I don't know about the single part, but you have a lot of hot friends, a lot of hotties. Well, you know, any, everyone under 25 is poly, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to uh, see one of Flora's hot friends on stage, we're changing this <laughs> promo right now. Come out uh, June 23rd. You can get tickets. Go to the Come On Everybody website. It'll be listed there. Also, speaking of Maker's Mark, they're sponsoring a very silly and fun party for us July 2nd at Good Judy in Brooklyn. We're going to be having a Lilith Fair karaoke party. Why would you call it silly? Because we're taking it very seriously. We are taking it. You're right. Yeah. As far as outfits go, Carolyn and I are doing a couple's costume. Yes. Yes. Melody's fighting me. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> every step of the way. Yeah. But we're doing it. We're doing it. We encourage everyone to show up in your best Lilith Fair outfit, whether that be a performer, a concert goer. Yes. If you haven't yet, stop shaving your armpits now. You have <laughs> the, you, you have most of June to get that armpit hair uh, flowing. It's so, just going to be a party. Yeah. Karaoke upstairs, party downstairs, party all through and through, actually. <laughs> I'm excited. We'll have more information coming up on that. I'm so excited for that. Melody, what are you plugging? I'm going to be in Chicago. Allie and I are doing pride shows. Allie's headlining. I am tagging along to feature and open for her at the Comedy Bar. Shows are on the 17th and the 18th. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. I believe on our episode with Honey Pluton, I said the 19th i was wrong so this is just in case you listened to that and maybe skipped last week's and didn't hear the amended date to one very specific person yeah and it's Allie who's <laughs> mad at me for that so i'll be in chicago at the comedy bar and maybe i'll add some more shows i'm really just excited to be in chicago in the summer the yes it's it's bliss it's heaven on earth i just want to go to a street time. festival i want to eat fried things i just want to be in chicago so bottomless spaghetti <laughs> yeah <laughs> windy city Inn. may it rest in peace um if you listen to our episode with sammy junio i talked about a dive bar i used to go to in college that had five dollars all you can eat bottomless spaghetti you gotta find hour. a new spot you gotta, gotta find a new find. spot and i That's encourage any chicago bar owners listening to Bring implement that <laughs> Uh, bring it back right now we'll boil the water for you uh also subscribe to our patreon if you haven't already an extra episode every week and other uh goodies that's patreon.com slash jacking out uh this week i'll be talking about all the behind the scenes stuff from uh girls in wonderland which is a lot so Mm -hmm. speaking of girls in wonderland Uh, let's get to it need to ask yeah i don't but Uh, Carolyn, Carolyn, Carolyn. I saw your Instagram stories and I know we're just scratching at the surface. What's the gayest thing you did this week? I only posted like a tiny bit. Silly's going to make a compilation video of everything because I was like doing well. And then all of a sudden it became overwhelmed with the partying very fast. Flora, do you know about Girls in Wonderland? I saw your Instagram. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yes. I mean, all of our listeners should know about Girls in Wonderland right now. It's um, like a four day amazing sapphic party in Orlando. This is my second time going. Uh, Second time I had just as much fun as the first time. Uh, It was great. It was amazing. Yes. I saw all the Tampa Bays. Minus (gasps) three of them. Oh. Minus three of them, but got did to, you watch? I watched some Laura, of it, and honestly, okay. yeah. What about New York base? We, I feel like we. That's what we've been yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Brooklyn bays. Brooklyn, Brooklyn bays. Uh, come on, we got so many it, cats. <laughs> I need to hydrate just thinking about girls in Wonderland. Did you hydrate down there? Come on. In Florida. <laughs> I hydrated and I'm I'm still hydrating to recover. You know, this year I told um, you know, friend of the pod, Maya, who photographs Girls in Wonderland, who's part of the reason I went there in the first place and, and found out about it. The first day she's like, What's your plan? And I said, Not to get wasted. All right. I'm gonna be making healthy choices. Uh oh. by healthy choices on day three, I guess it would have been the 
which is day two of the pool party, I got a Panera salad for breakfast and I only ate like half the salad. What? Very bold. I know. Uh, I get so frustrated with Carolyn. She does this all the time. We have our Stonewall show and she'll show up. We know we get to eat, drink for free. Usually we take advantage of that. And then she'll be like, I only had a power bar today. What are you yeah. doing? You skinny bitch. I'm very, no, I'm very... <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking like I should be getting like nutrients. I should be mm. having like vegetables and, and whatnot. So I got this Panera salad, but like salads are such a chore for me to eat. It takes me forever to get through and I just want to get to the pool party. So I ate like half of it. I went and even if I you ate the whole salad, not enough. Even, babe, even no yeah, it, it's not enough. Carb. I blacked out. I blacked okay. out. No carbs. Pool. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did have a Girls in Wonderland miracle uh, last year. I had one this year. I had one again. My uh, my prescription sunglasses fell off. My like nice Ray Bans <laughs> fell off in the pool. Immediately, I noticed, but I was looking for them. They weren't anywhere. I'm like, where the hell? There's like five thousand people at this pool party. It's a huge pool, and uh, I'm like looking, looking, and um, started like. As far as I can recollect, I uh, started right. making out with someone and mm. I'm like, I'm looking for my sunglasses. And they're like, my friend found a pair. <laughs> it was my sunglasses, you guys. Wow. Oh my God, it was the romance, the love. The I made connection. out with the right person <laughs> in the pool. Um, yeah, it was it was so fun. Um, met up with friends from last year. Um, solidified a friendship with somebody I met outside of Girls in Wonderland last year. Shout out to Sabrina, who's just like such an awesome person and was so much fun to hang out with uh, Sabrina and just, ah, it was fun. It was great seeing the bays. It was great uh, meeting Shiva in person. Shiva is a gem. Uh, Love. Everyone was great. You know, the drama's still there. I still want a season two. We'll see. We'll see. I want I want more from the bays. That's All right. Well, I'm looking forward to, to our Patreon episode because clearly you're just like, man, my my prescription sunglasses. <laughs> I like, also like sugarcoating. <laughs> I'm sugarcoating. Yeah. You're like making out with someone like, this is me looking for my glasses. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're looking really hard. <laughs> I can't find my glasses. Is that I upset? can't wait to see what else happened. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Mean, you know, a lot of dancing. Uh, Cecilia and I had so much fun. We danced a lot. We met a lot of listeners. Shout out to all the listeners that I met. You are all the sweetest, the nicest, uh, the hottest. Like, everyone's great. I love you all. Love. Girls in Wonderland Beach. They're doing a beach party event. Pandora Events is putting it on for the first time. Follow Pandora Events. It's October 7th through 9th. And uh, I can't wait to see what they do. They know how to throw on not only a good party, good parties multiple days long. It's seriously the the most fun I have all year. So um, that's it. Melody. <laughs> that's it. Um, I love how you're presenting this event as if our listeners it's new information because i believe you talked about it the last three episodes <laughs> you know we might have new listeners uh, uh, from the event from um, the event so right. they know but i'm just i'm yanking your chain okay because i i had a wildly different weekend i visited my parents while you were doing that but before but that my gayest thing Pretty gay, I'll say. I went to Stonewall Inn just, what, two days after our show? 
on right. Memorial Day. You somehow managed to give me FOMO while I was in Orlando for Girls in Wonderland. I was like, oh, man, I can't believe I'm missing this in New York. Yeah, it was. I felt like very honored to be invited because it was invite only right um yeah. stacy lentz i didn't get invited yeah i'll you'll be my plus one take it up with yeah. the manager next yeah. year um they have their annual pride kickoff and it's this open bar performances galore speakers galore very fun very gay very celesbian heavy love night yes. at stonewall um fletcher played so right off the bat big i mean i've i feel like i've experienced fletcher through lots of tiktoks lesbian tiktoks i kissed a girl yeah you know um my intro was girls in wonderland last year really i I mean like everybody there was obsessed with fletcher oh and and they played the i kissed a girl like over yeah incredible live performer really really good yes um i'm a big fan i'm i'm a convert i I understand. Um, <laughs> I really want to catch a live show where it's more than, you know, a few songs. I think she did four songs or was supposed to do four songs. I did one more. It was a very good show. Um, we had some lesbian soccer players in the house. Ashlyn Us. Harris, Ellie right. Krager. Okay. I saw the picture. Hot. I saw the picture. And Melody, now I know why you did not recognize them and Here's why the you thought that they were just uh, influencers. Oh, uh, yeah. I, Generic uh, influencers. I hope this doesn't... <laughs> why would this get back to them? Um, I saw them. It will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did not investigate further. I was sitting right by them and I was like, oh, who are these? you know tiktokers like i really thought they were just influencers because you can look up the outfits on stonewall or stonewall gives instagram like ashlyn harris is wearing a huge cowboy hat and like these big kim kardashian sunglasses sunglasses indoors indoors indoors. (laughs) i had no idea that this was someone i look up to and have followed for years sitting right by me (laughs) like i i felt like such an idiot when i got home and it wasn't just her there were like three or four other I mean we're friends with Lindsay Bowling a big soccer dyke she was very angry with me when she saw who was there and who I could have who you could have talking to who I could (laughs) have anything if I could have understood you know um but shout out to Stacey Lentz and the whole team at Stonewall I I'm so honored to have been included and it was so much fun that's gotta be it it's pretty Um, gay also past guest Amber Hikes. Why didn't I mention that immediately? She walked in. I had no idea she would be speaking and giving kind of like the keynote speech at the beginning. And I would have fainted. I heard her name and I eavesdropped on a conversation to see why they were talking about her. And everyone's like, no, she's on her way. She's on her way. And I got so excited. I planted myself by the door so I could see her come in. I did talk to her right before. It was so good to see her in a suit. Rocks a suit, the best in the game. I, she's sweating, sweating. So cool, my so palms. smart. Yeah, she's so hot. Um, beautiful night. Gorge. Beautiful so night. <laughs> she's so hot. Okay, <laughs> let's move on because I'm sweating. Uh, Flora, what's the gayest thing you did this week? I mean, I've done so many gay things this week. One just now with my 25 year old girlfriend having to explain me how to use this mic. 
that we're using now. Yes. And me spraying my expensive perfume to do this podcast <laughs> is awesome. <laughs> Wait, do you mind giving an age range? I'm in, I'm <sighs> early 30. I'm 31. I'm going to be 32 soon. Okay. Okay. So it's not yeah, a huge maybe. difference. It's not. It's just seven years. <laughs> <laughs> there. So well, we'll, we'll get, get into. It. I want to. We'll I want to talk about it. this. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. get into let, that. Let, let's keep yeah. going. The the perfume thing. Uh, <laughs> my wife does this too. My wife like uses perfume in scenario where I'm like, why are you using the perfume now? I'm the only one smelling you. And she's yeah. like, I've got to be on top of my game for my wife. I'm like, no, but I'm like fine with the exactly. way you smell normally. Exactly. No, she just, no, she's fixing the mic and she's like, did you spray the perfume? And I said, yes. <laughs> um, the gayest thing I did today, this week, there's two things. One, I think will be the gayest thing ever said on this podcast um, is that I did a collage of all of our cats and made us matching wallpapers. Oh my God. Look at okay. that way. It, oh, no, I mean, we... if that's not it, <laughs> I sent it to everyone. I hope more that than is beautiful. It's I mean, the MoMA has been calling. <laughs> they said, hang this up. We're going to do an As exhibition. They should. That is As beautiful. They should. It's gorgeous. I mean, I wanted, I was like, babe, we can get matching phone wallpapers with the cats. You with can get shirts. I think we can get we can get a whole a everything whole thing. blanket a comforter pillow, yeah whole shebang so I think that'd look beautiful on a comforter I <laughs> I think I need to redecorate the whole entire house I'm shocked my sweater yeah. doesn't have my cats on it either um, but other than that I did go to Queer Garden do you guys know that party yes yes that was something else that I had to miss unfortunately yes uh, I love Queer Garden I don't know if you guys recognize me. But I was the runner up at the <laughs> twerk uh, competition really? last year for Pride. And let me tell you, lesbians are the most supportive people in the entire world. That I walked into this one and it was the kickoff, it was Memorial Day. And I was recognized at the door. They said, <laughs> they said, aren't you? Your face? My, which is offensive and <laughs> I was I was like you not is it my body um but they were like you're you're the girl in the pink outfit you're like oh my god you're famous here and I was like what and Wait, I saw that picture though uh it's, it's, it's pretty all epic. over the webs it's all yeah. over the webs I'm it's my most proud moment I have my trophy still the drag queens all signed it like I kiss it I kiss it on the head every what time. What does I the leave trophy the house, look like? It's uh, do you want me to get it? Let me go get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right here. It's so small. It's so small. Love the sharpie. Um, yeah, that's how they. That's really good quality stuff. I also want a vibrator, and um, so I I wow. learned about myself that I would be the worst famous person in the world because I was strutting around this party, just being like, "Thank you, thank you." People, they were not. To be fair, like a really really hot lesbians, like one of them bowed down to me. My girlfriend was. <laughs> upset and I was like I'm sorry that I'm such a legend I was so drunk by the end of it I was like waiting in front of the DJ just like thinking that she was just gonna announce that I was here just like waiting for my name to be called no I'm mentally Um, ill no you need you need to come to girls in wonderland because there are several competitions uh throughout the weekend you get on a a big stage they shout out the the people from last year there's the the muff diving contest which is eating a muffin out of your partner's groin region uh yeah and they brought back the the reigning champions um 
It, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm ready to do it. So the twerk yeah. off is the one on the 26th this year, which the, okay. DJ, the head DJ and everyone already DM'd me, made sure that I was coming, and I said I yes. would, I wouldn't miss it for the world. <laughs> There's nothing that I would want. Oh, more. that's still to come, the twerk contest. Yeah. So my, my I need June. to win first place this time. And to be fair, uh, I'm a small white girl. Like for me to win first is going to really take a lot out of my knees. It's going to take a lot out of my body. It's yeah. it's not a natural thing that I should be doing. In fact, I shouldn't <laughs> be doing this. You know, my knees were black and blue for like an entire month last year from it. Oh, my and, God. And they just played the one. song. it was a 10 minute competition and started with like 15 people. Then to two. It was just the juvenile back that ass up for 10 minutes. Which is the most high energy song. Like you're just like oh, na, 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 and like over and over again. It was, you know, it took a lot. And I had just like I was been wild at that part. I had like, I think I just like brailed an Adderall out of I don't know whose it was. And then they were like, <laughs> You're signed up for the competition. And I said, Absolutely. And it was the best line of my life. Wow. So, That's so, on Pride Day, too. On Pride so, Day. Le- like, legend. Wow. So your knees are already getting... You're going to be walking if I've you been, go to things, you know? I haven't worked since that one. So that's <laughs> they, it put me out. I'm so sad I'm going to miss this. I'm going to be out of town for a show. Okay. But that... Tell, tell listeners about Queer Garden, because I haven't been to one yet, but I've been wanting to go. I know it's um, the same people who put on Scope. Yes, yes, they're a part of it. But uh, yeah, it's the girls from Scope and it's DJ Whitney Day. Yes. Uh, we love her. It's so hot. I'm like obsessed, so obsessed. Um, so they're the ones that that throw it. And then they do it. Usually they do it at Tailgate in Williamsburg, which is like this huge outdoor venue. There's like cabanas, like if you spend the money you get a little cabana and then there's like a vip section last year my girlfriend bought me a ga ticket and got herself a vip and wow. we were what? and i was like we were separated we were separated we can go in the same spot and i said if you don't fucking fix this right now i'm leaving i can't be taking pictures with did the you GA. break up I've, i i got in i was so upset i didn't let it go and then one of our good friends other hot lesbians, uh, somebody had thrown away a bunch of VIP wristbands in the trash. And as, as my babe did Hannah, she went in and she dumpster dive, got us all VIP bands. And then I just showed up in VIP and told my girlfriend, I said, look at me, bitch. Here I am. Um, what, what a hack, uh, if you're going to a gay party, this pride, make sure you dumpster dive and look for those wristbands. Yeah. You never know, you never know what people are throwing away. Twer- you never know. Twerk wow. your way over. You got to twerk your way, but they have like fun games. There's like food trucks, um, the tarot card readings, DJs, right? Tarot card readings. The scope girls are there. Tattoos. Um, I got a bunch of Scorpio tattoos on my tits. You know what I mean? It's, it's a great time. It's a good Love time. That. Yeah. I will say this about girls in, in Wonderland. And I know like a lot of parties do this, but I feel like it's really uh, irresponsible to have um, a truck giving out discount tattoos outside of a party where everybody's drinking all day, like permanent tattoos. Oh, I've been to one of those. Everyone's bleeding all over the place because yeah. your blood is thin out from the alcohol. And right. It's, <laughs> it's I've gross. never gotten a sober tattoo. So that's like a hundred percent my vibe. I would have been like, absolutely. You pick it. You pick it, put it wherever you want. Like that's like I have no standards. Get like, your mom's name. 
<laughs> I was trying to get a friend to go back in the pool with me and they're like, like can't just got a tattoo. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? I love that. I love that. I run a show at Ray's bar and they, for 420, they were giving out free tattoos and like I did it. And then like I went, when I went on stage, I showed everyone and I looked and it was just completely covered in blood. blood. The audience was like, oh, oh, are you okay? I was like, oh, it's bleeding. <laughs> Forgive me. And I like, continued with my says if nothing happened. Well, that's a great segue, actually. Ray's yeah. bar. You run yeah, a show there. I do. Let's talk about it. Yes. Um, I run a show there. It's twice a month. The next one is um, tomorrow. And then I'm doing a full pride one on the 22nd, Wednesday, the 22nd, which is going to be full of the hottest gays, girls, gay guys, all of the above them, they's everything. A whole crowd is there. It's going to be super fun. I've never been more excited about a lineup um, before. So I'm really excited for that one. And we do it in the basement. So it's like super sexy. Um, and I love it. Yeah. It's called hot and bothered. Yes. Yeah. With Yemi, right? With Yemi. Yeah. Um, great comic. Let's talk about Ray's bar. Does, do you ever see an owner there? An owner in particular? Cousin Greg's bar. Some people call it that from succession. Literally people call it that. And I honestly think like the show is always filled up with like the hottest, like 21 year old straight girls. Just trying to see. They're all here. I know they're all here trying to find Justin Thoreau and cousin Greg, which I don't know his name. I think it's like Nick. (laughs) Nicholas Braun. Nicholas Braun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all trying to see him there. They've never came, but everyone always says, oh, you have like a celebrity-based show. And I said, absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. Exactly. What a great strategy. But I know that they do come like every once in a while and like cousin Greg like go behind the bar and then like just bother the whole staff. But like, yeah. Whatever. But I do see celebrities there. They do have celebrities there. Dua Lipa was there um, Ooh, one night okay. that I had a show and I was like, that's so fucked up. Like, it's my night. <laughs> yeah. I told the door guys, like, absolutely not. She's not allowed in. <laughs> like, not tonight. <laughs> um, but she's there. She was there. She's so hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Okay. I got to get to one. On the 22nd, I yeah, fly 22nd. back in that day from Chicago. You come to Maybe the I show. Maybe I scoot right there. Just scoot in. You'll be on my guest list. Yeah, me and not Dua Lipa. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dua Lipa's not allowed. She's not allowed. <laughs> I can't share that Love attention. <laughs> so you have a 25 year old girlfriend. I do. You keep calling her your 25 year old girlfriend. You would think that the age <laughs> difference name. was like, yeah. You would think oh, it's okay. dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's, she's super hot, butch, big titty. I love her so much. Um, we live together. We've been living together for like, since December. Beautiful. It's great. Wait, is she the w- you were on a break with with her, her yeah. and she's the one who got the G- GA ticket for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is the one. This is the same one. Um, she yeah, she's, we almost really love each other. We really love each other. It's so gorgeous. <laughs> we have three cats together. So, you know, our family yeah. is big. <laughs> Did you get the cats while you were together? No, or was no, no. It, like a it was a combining. Key, yeah, of, we, we've yeah, combined. It's a Brady Bunch. Okay. Yeah, it's a Brady Bunch. There's one next to me now. Um, they don't get our cats, like, did not get along. They still kind of don't get along. It's an absolute nightmare. One so of they're them, lesbian cats. They're lesbian. <laughs> they're, yeah. Well, two of them are gay. They literally kiss on the mouth. They're it's, exes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I think why that, they kiss on the mouth. I think the bitch, like, the mean one, like, I think she's just like a mean straight girl. Okay. Like she's that like, yeah, she's like creating all this tension in this house. Like it's all, it's always her. So 
<laughs> I love you have a joke about your 25 year old girlfriend Lenny. not understanding Lenny, not understanding monogamy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> on our it. third date, she was like, oh, I just like want to let you know that I'm Polly. And I immediately started sobbing. <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I started sobbing. I said, no, I can't do this again. I had like just came out of an open relationship. It was so bad and so traumatizing to me because obviously like I didn't want it. And I like had said yes to keep it going. And no. I was Ugh. basically just like open. It was like an open field cheating day every single day. And like every time, every day I was like, where are they going? Like if I'm not there, then it's an opportunity for someone else to swoop in. And like, it just like destroyed my brain. Mm-hmm. I'm not a strong enough person. I'm not shitting on open and poly stuff. Like dude, if you are capable that's sick. I'm telling you, work. I am a ch- an, a child of abandonment of abuse. I am not, Yes, I am not mentally strong enough to understand that you would want someone else and still love me. Like I, it does not process in my brain. Like every single day I wake up and I think that I'm going to be forgotten about by every single person I know. Like, <laughs> you okay. Can, I can't. That's a thing. You're just like my girlfriend. Every time I bring up the idea of polyamory she starts she bursts into tears like like talking about other people other people like when carolyn and her wife opened their marriage my girlfriend spiraled out of control yeah i'm spiraling right now (laughs) because carolyn might influence but you're spiraling you guys are very similar and it is that abandonment issue parents neglecting a lot of like children with alcoholic parents um are kind of adverse to that my wife my wife also had abandonment issues and and that's why i thought like we would never be open but um, you know, she's just like, I'll meditate. Uh, it'll be great. Like, I can do this. I will get over these issues to be able to have more sexy fun times. But you so. guys have been together for a while, right? We have. And, and I, I feel like I don't know if I could go. Uh, I mean, yeah, like previously, I'd only been monogamous. And I it would be hard to imagine like just meeting someone new and having that trust there. Because I feel like right. so much of it, you have to really trust the person when you start seeing someone that trust isn't there so that's interesting to me that people can do that the only reason that it was even like on the table for us was that like I trust my wife so so much much, and I feel so secure in our marriage that I'm like I'm good like I'm not bothered by it that's like that's the important part so like I and okay I'm gonna get so much shit I'm sure but like if you go straight out of the gate and want to be open then I don't think there's really a connection there I think you guys like each other and enjoy your company but you're still looking for someone else but I think that if you've been together for a while and mind you this comes from somebody I've never had a long relationship I'm not a relationship girl I've it's and not because it was a choice like I always get dumped and like (laughs) it's like I don't so I don't know what it's like to have that kind of stability and such a good foundation and all those things and I feel like I have that with my partner now and I am sure that like in 10 years or five years or whatever if that we can if we still in such a good place and we have a conversation again I'm not against it I'm not against yeah. it, but like, I need to know, like, I need our foundation, our foundation to be absolutely indestructible. I can't yeah. have mm-hmm. like, but like my ex was like, it was like one month in, oh, by the way, I think I want to be open. And I was like, Mira, you hate me, <laughs> you know? So 
that's like that's like where it is like I like give us time to be us like let's have our relationship and then we can talk about you know fucking other people and like I'd be down to like I think I would be more comfortable with like swinger stuff because it's like it's a thing you're doing together versus a thing you're doing individually that could be like a baby step for me um I hope she never listens to this babe this is not okay none of this would be okay <laughs> you said she does listen to this. I know she's podcast. a huge fan of the pod. She's, she's a huge fan of the pod. Just block her from this episode. Just skip it. Yeah, it sucks, babe. This episode sucks. Just fast forward. Start at I minute bombed. twenty-five. <laughs> 25 year old girlfriend. She tells you that she's Polly, and then you're like, "That's not okay with me." And then she yeah. was like, "Cool, I'm willing to yeah. be monogamous." She said it was like a big thing. And then like, you know, when she had told me, she was also like talking to another girl who I knew and um, I absolutely spiraled out of control. And I was like, I'm not, I can't do this again. Like I had, it was too fresh for me. Like I couldn't even believe that somebody else was like, by the way, I was like, I'm going to just, I just want to die. Like, and then, um, but we had the conversation and like, she was genuine about it. And I was like, I don't want you to do something that's going to make you feel trapped or uncomfortable either. You know? So like, as long as this is like a constant, clear communication, like, and it did like, it did really fuck with me for the first like six months, I would say. And so we did break up and went on a break for like a month and probably because of it, because I was still in my head, I was just thinking, she's absolutely talking to somebody else. Like she's out like a, fucking psychopath and then like I really had to have the conversation with myself like yeah you know do you want to be with this person or not like this is literally giving you everything to have in your like everything for me to know that I am in a safe place you know Mm. but it takes time those things take time yeah I I wonder too it it does feel like so many people who are uh in like their early 20s are and queer yeah just kind of like default to being poly now yeah like so well, it's maybe people who wouldn't have been poly otherwise, but then it's just like everybody that they're seeing is poly. So right. it's like, okay, I guess I'm poly too. It could be. Uh, you know, where it's um Yeah, I'm not I, getting married or focused on getting no, married and by like twenty five. Right. It makes sense. They, right. they would be. be. Yeah. And that's another of my insecurities too. It's like when I was 25, I was a whore and I had the best time and I was partying all the time. I did absolutely yeah. nothing for my career and Same. here I am now. Like, and, <laughs> and so I think about that too. And I think like, oh my God, if you should like, shouldn't be in a serious relationship. Like you shouldn't. And I, so like, I do have to like bite my tongue and let her party and come home at 6am, even if I don't join, because like, I cannot handle it but like uh you know like I have to because I don't want her to like look back in 10 years and be like I wasted my entire my prime you know right. yeah on being like a boring monogamous girl for Flora like I would I would I would hate that if I felt like I was that person for her as a podcast network our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you but we also sell merch and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. So wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Oh my There's God. nothing my boring about monogamy. There's Just nothing boring anybody. about monogamy. Like I'm a, ins- I have a hundred different personalities. I'm basically <laughs> meant for a poly person. Every day, you don't know What's what you're going to get. Scorpio. Scorpio. Yes. Scorpio, Gemini oh, rising. Oh, the titty tats. Yes, yes, yes. Titty tats. Gemini, yeah. rising. Gemini rising. And then mm. my Gemini girlfriend, I'm finding a lot of similarities. A lot of similarities. <laughs> so you said that uh, you always get broken up with. Why? What, what's your crazy? What were you doing? Um, well, what's wrong with you? Yeah, let's get into it. I don't think anyone would be like Flora mentally stable. Like nobody would say that. <laughs> Not a single person would say that. I'm such an intense, high anxiety, emotional disaster, um, and like incredibly insecure. Not like physically insecure, but like truly, like me as a person. Like I have a tr- trouble thinking that like my presence is okay, you know, and that's like, you know, childhood abuse and all that dark stuff. So like, I'm like every single day, it's like, you have to deal with me. I feel like I've always felt like I'm somebody that someone has to deal with. And like, Mm. I can understand that that's like too much, you know, obviously you have to do a lot of work on yourself if you want to be in a healthy relationship. And then like, I mean, also, also the people that I dated, I'm not saying that they were angels. So they were also pieces of shit and they also cheated on me and also not ready to be in relationships as much as I want to blame myself because like I always do like they were definitely not good to me. (laughs) So right. Right. Just because you're you're on one end of the breakup doesn't mean that it's not that the other person was like a saint and you were the problem. Yeah, I was just curious, like if it's a pattern, though, it's like, Mm. are you like, were you seeking out people 
Oh, like yeah. the same kind of person yeah. and falling yeah. into the same. Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. when I was younger, I only, I dated men only. And I, when I, I came out pretty late and when I realized that I was not straight, it was because I was like, I think that like, I was longing for this male attention because of like fucked up shit with my dad. Daddy and issues. and then here for it. And we're here for it. And like, I needed to know that these men would love me, but when I was with them, I would feel nothing. And I would get so scared of myself. And I would, you know, I had a lot of suicide. It's like issues and all those things, because I was like, I feel nothing all the time and I don't get it. But like, it was oh, like an absolute passion of mine to get these men to think that I am the best thing in the entire world, that they are absolutely in love with me. And it, and it was for nothing. It was like an ego. It was like a, a, a mission that I needed. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then verbatim, I, verbatim, this is what Allie says. This uh, is me and Allie, fascinating. You we got, go way yeah, back. We got to hang out. <laughs> we go way back. So I just like that. And then as soon as like, uh, I, you know, I started being with women, I was just like, oh my God, I'm so happy. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like it was so wow. significant. And like I, and so basically what I, I'm bringing that up because yeah, my type was like anyone who didn't want me. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. I would I, I would get wet for that and be like, you hate me, I'm gonna change your life, like, and then I would just cry all the time. Pattern. That's what forming. I mean about wet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. The only squirting like- I do is through my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! And We're that's the title that. of the episode. Yep. Okay. yep. Um, title of ep. Yeah. <laughs> squirting through my eyes. <laughs> squirting through my. It's my biography. I feel very thankful that my daddy issues did not manifest into me wanting attention from men and instead was just like, oh, I hate men. Like, get out. I don't even want to look at you on the street. Uh, I like to be in spaces that are, you know, women, non-binary, queer. And but that thing of going after people who you feel like don't like you, like my first a uh, long-term, like really toxic relationship with somebody who, when I first met them, like I was convinced they hated me. They, I felt yeah, like hot. they were such a bitch to me. And I'm like, this is Same. my first love. This like, is yeah. we're this in is, love. Like, yeah. 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 Emotionally unavailable. Yeah. yeah. That was me. And mine manifested into, I hate men too. Like violently, like just always ready to yeah. scream at a man. Just like all my friends' boyfriends never wanted me around. Just vicious. Love but that. then I would still seek their attention somehow sexually, like hated them as individuals, but like still it was like a lot of hate fucking. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think it's because I like my I'm so broken in my little brain that like, you know, like a lot of people, you know, like you guys got mad at these men, you know, and instead for me, like I'm the type of person that someone's like I hate you, Flora. You suck. And I'll be like, absolutely. I do suck. Like, I'm like, I like believe it. I'm not somebody that's like motivated by an insult. Like, I don't like that kind of like motivation does not work for me. Like I, I would be like, you're, they're absolutely right. I am the stupidest person here. And so like, that's why my attention was in that way. I was like, I need their attention. Like it's, it's me. Like I have to keep being better, you know? So it's like, it's messed up. But I, I do think in, in, with lesbians, like we all, all in different kinds, like my girlfriend is super butch and I'm, and I'm the opposite. And we both crave male attention in a completely different way. Like her, her way of getting male attention is that like her, her biggest thing is like, she has to be one of the boys. 
Yes. Has to be right. one of the boys. So like when no, she a lot goes of lesbians out, like that. Yeah. yeah. And you know, like my, my girlfriend's on like this, like she wants to get top surgery and you know, like she's very much on that side. And I think like, it's also problematic in a way where she goes out with a bunch of dudes and like, you know, has to drink as much as these dudes and just be a yes. spoken dude. Like I literally, sometimes I'm like, okay, I guess you're a boy today. And I, you're a completely different person. Like, it's like this weird, like proving, proving matter. And versus like mine, I have the same kind of attention with men proving something else though, you know? Yeah. And it's just all, yeah. it's all fucked up. It's all society's fault. Abolish right. men. Abolish men. <laughs> Abolish cis men. I don't know. Yeah. Man. <laughs> It's it's weird, but like whether it's like a, through a love way or a hate way, like we all kind of just like subconsciously crave the stupid, stupid attention. Yeah, it makes it sucks. Life without it would be fantastic. I know. You- I always forget I'm bi. Like just now for 10 minutes, I forgot <laughs> I was bi. And I was like, yeah, I hate them. And yeah. I would fight them. And for some reason, I wanted their attention because I'm a bisexual. God damn it. <laughs> no, it's, it's all fucked up. It's all fucked up. <laughs> so your parents are both French? Yeah. So my mom grew up in France, but she is of Spaniard descent. Uh, my grandparents are from Spain. My uncles and stuff are all from Spain, but she was just born in Nice. Um, and my birth father, and that's what we call the fathers that we don't love, is also from the <laughs> south of France, from Provence, like your dad, right? Yeah. Do like, yeah. so you think well, they just brew him up over there or what? So my dad, they're, he's originally from Besançon, but like they moved around uh, a bunch. Besançon. Yeah. So, but my father lives, he lives in Los Angeles and now he has a okay. family, a new family and stuff. Now oh, he wow. has a family. Yeah. Oh man. I know. I, I saw, I see their Facebook sometimes. He has a son. So I was supposed to be born as a boy. I, they didn't know I was going to be, I'm a twin. I have a twin sister, but we're fraternal. We're in separate eggs. So they, they thought I was a boy and my sister was a girl. So that my name was supposed to be Luca. And then I was born and then they were like, Oh, oops, (laughs) Flora. And then, um, my sister was Margo, but my father named his new son, Luca. That's not weird at all. No, it didn't. weird. I it didn't of affect all me. The names. It didn't affect me at all. Um but <gasps> so yeah, they have shit. a cute little family. They have like cats and they have like matching glasses. It's cute. Did you go over to to France a lot growing up or I did a little bit. Yeah. Um I did visit my birth father's family when I was really younger and they were so rude to me. They were like, "Look at this American." Everything I would do would be like, "Look at your American hats and look at your American." I was like, "I don't is I think pretty sure I got this hat here." <laughs> like and right. it just like felt like like I remember, you know, you know, they're like country French. They live like in the country yep. and like, so yep. they eat, they Scary. kill, they kill the rabbits and then they eat the rabbit and like, it's all in, yeah. in front of you. And like, I love rabbit. I love eating rabbit, but I also love rabbits. And I was like, really like sensitive to that stuff. I'm a huge animal person. Like, obviously when you're a kid that was very neglected, like you, uh, my thing was like my sister and I loved animals and like, we didn't even play with dolls. We played with like cat mice, you know, and we, that was like our thing. So animals like, are my life. Like I communicate more with animals than I do with people. And then, so they were killing the rabbits that I had like spend the day playing with in the yard, in the, in the country. And then like, 
they also cooked like the shrimp, but it was my first time. I was a kid. I was like literally eight and the, they still had the eyeballs on the shrimp. And I right, said, I right. think this, this shrimp is too cute. I can't eat this little shrimp. And then that was it. I mean, they just absolutely destroyed me for being sad that the shrimp had cute little eyes. Mind you, the, I the- love a shrimp. I will scarf down 10 cocktail shrimp. It's not a problem. But I just, it was my first time seeing their eyes. Yeah, no, they love keeping the eyes on the shrimp down there. They keep uh, the eyes. They keep the eyes on everything. The eyes, the antennas. Yeah, they want you to experience it all. Yeah, uh, my family used to um, make jokes about how much like peanut butter we ate, and then be like, "Oh, those American girls and their peanut butter." Yeah. Oh, it's like okay, and yeah. I like I see them using ketchup. So. Yeah, I'm like, you're you're eating Mayo. like Nutella for breakfast every day. Why yeah. why is peanut butter weird? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> French people. It's, those French people. But then um, my mom's side of the family, I love, even though they're all absolutely psychotic, but my, I'm very close in age to my cousins and they all live in Paris and stuff. So we've definitely all partied together. Nice. All those things. Yeah. Let's talk nice. about your mom. I just know what I know from your stand up. Oh, yeah. She seems like a character. My mom is a wild goose. Uh, she's a silly little goose. My mom, um, absolute ally, rebel. Ally? <laughs> uh, ally. My mom's bisexual um, as well. And uh, my mom was kicked out of the house when she was 14 years old. So my mom's been homeless since she was 14. And I, I always like laugh at that. I'm like, imagine being like homeless on the streets of Paris. Like I was like, what was she doing? Like, it still sounds gorgeous, you know, um, but it wasn't like, I know she got beat up a lot and stuff, but yeah. she moved to LA when she was 21, 21. So like in the eighties and mm. she just like, did drugs with all the gays. She partied hard. She was there for the AIDS pandemic. So our house, I wow. always remember growing up was like, um, she, all the gays that were dying, we, we would just, my mom would just take them in and house them, make sure they, you know, had their nice life, like the end of their nice life there. So we very Holy much shit. had a very like gay open, like, in fact, like if I was fully straight, like, I think like I would have been kicked out of the family. Like none of us are allowed to be straight. Like ever since I was like five, my mom's like, you could date girls too, you know? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it made me so uncomfortable. Like I, I, in my side, I make the joke of like that. I came out so late because I was rebelling against her. Yeah. So <laughs> as I was sucking dicks just to rebel, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I like, I feel very blessed. I grew up in like a home, like, even though she's absolutely psychotic and it was like being raised by a child, but like, I love her. I love her very much, but like all my uncles, my quote, fake uncles are all just the gay boys. Like all my uncles are just random gay boys. And like, I love them. I, I love, I love that. I love our open house and it's nice. And my, I have my, my sister's transgender. So it was very comfortable for her to come out with that too in this house, which is like really refreshing to hear. Cause I know that that's not the case for like 90% of people. So yeah. Yeah, like my girlfriend, her family is Southern Baptist priests, pastors. I don't, I don't know anything about religion. Me neither. <laughs> I was like Southern, ba- and like they come up, and they she they told she told them that we live together, and they flew up to New York immediately. It was the first partner they've ever met, and they were very kind. And I was talking a thousand miles a minute because I was so I didn't let them get a word in. But at the end right. of it, they still ended it with like, if you guys really love each other, you'd you'd give it you she should give me the book of Jesus. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, that was nice for the moment. (laughs) So my mom is, I feel very fortunate to have my mom, but like my mom, like she's, 
she's like, my mom works for Gaberhood. She works for the gay yellow pages. She's like, she's the one, she texted me the other day. She goes, look at Farah, look, I have a transgender wristband. Do you want one? <laughs> and it's like, it's like a <laughs> rainbow wristband. I was like, I don't, I don't need yeah. that, mom. It's like, oh, it's for transgender people. I was like, I know, but I don't need to wear one. <laughs> I'm, I'm full support. Like, well, you know, your sister is going through surgery and it'd be nice if you wore that. I was like, that's not what she wants. I will tell Every you right day. now. <laughs> Every day. So funding. She's wow. always like, do you need a rainbow this? Do you need a rainbow that? Yes. And you're just like. The alley parallels. Are- I know. I know. I'm just I think you've heard some of those jokes maybe about my uh, yes, her family. Southern family. Yeah. With the yeah. rainbow shit. Yeah. It says, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. They, gave they, you they gave me a, a trans shirt. Yeah. <laughs> trans pride shirt. And I wasn't sure if an ally could wear it. It was a whole thing. Um, I love it. E- even though your mom is by she's also truly an ally uh, during Pride Month. I like to uh, when I'm doing stand-up shows ask if there are allies in the audience and whoever woos i put them on the spot i'm like prove it (laughs) (laughs) and nobody says anything nobody has yesterday somebody like literally hid after i said prove it and she had nothing to say but what is an acceptable answer on the spot (laughs) if you don't know give me money i will say though it's like it's like saying, you know, like, oh, are there any white people allies to BLM? And then they're like, yeah, I went to the protest. Like, you still kind of roll your eyes. So it's like, what do you, what right, would right, you right. want them to be like? I wear. Oh, rainbow. it's a trap. I it's wear a trap rainbow. for straight yeah. people. I'm just trying to make straight and people we uncomfortable. To trap them. We love yeah. it. Alicia Brown brought Allie on stage and was like giving her credits and was like, and she's truly the only white person I like. Give it up for (laughs) Allie Clayton. And they hugged. um, And Allie got up and was like, hell yeah, we march together, okay? We (laughs) linked arms and marched together. Like (laughs) making fun of herself because everyone got so uncomfortable. But her making fun of white women marching really helped loosen them back up. (laughs) I love that. I love that. An LA. Um, LA. So your mom was a family hag. We love it. Um, It is the biggest. The twin. What's going on with the twin? twin. So I have a twin sister. Um, She honestly, she was the first one to have a girlfriend, but she's straight. She she said it wasn't for me, but she was the first one. She had a girlfriend when we were 14. Um, so, but she's straight. Um, my sister was in a car accident though. She's on a, she's a quadriplegic. She's on a wheelchair. Oh my God. So that's how you can tell us apart. She's sitting. (laughs) It's hard to tell on the pod, but in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you started writing a movie about your life or I would love to, I want to so bad. I want to have a show and have a series. Um, and just like, you know, for my sister too, you know, like if you're a disabled actor, which she is, the roles that you're going out for are like disability roles. Like why mm-hmm. can't it just be right. like a normal person that's just like, can't walk and like, just have a normal right. life. Like it doesn't have to yeah. be about it. But I mean, also like my sister will make it about that. Like there's not a second right. that my sister is around normal people. And she says that she says norms, normal, she body. says normal people, she says okay. normal people, not me. And she goes, look at these bunch of normals over here. And then she has to like say something to make them feel really uncomfortable, which like I love, yeah. I love. Um, but and it's true, like people act so weird around people with disabilities because they are uncomfortable. 
And it's yeah, the same yeah. way that like a white person is at the protest and a straight person is at like, you know, any in pride month, but like right. they like feel the need to say something nice to her all the time. And I know that Melody knows I have like a whole bit about I'm sick and tired of people being extra nice to people with disabilities mm-hmm. because yeah, my sister's still a cunt. <laughs> like we don't, <laughs> you don't be nice to her, but I used to have a joke about my aunt like that who's mentally ill but she really is like just mean terrorizes the family and and like you know that she knows better uh in a in most situations but like that bit would not go over well I'm like okay I'm not selling it I'm not selling it that my disabled aunt is yeah (laughs) I it's hard for me to sell it but it's one of my favorite jokes that I do so like I just commit but there's always sometimes some audiences are like ooh I'm like she's not here but I did do you say cunt (laughs) you call her a cunt I call her a cunt um yeah But like what I hope people are getting is like, I'm not make I the whole bit is that like, you know, with twins, my thing is like our competition within each other, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, that she's better than me at everything. My sister's always been successful. So like the bit is that like, she's still better than me and she's quadriplegic. Like she's still winning. And yeah. I don't know if people get that a lot, but I did do a, a show once in LA and I was a very new comic then. And I had this bit, but it wasn't as worked out. And um, right before I went on stage, it was a very small room. It was like Burbank Comedy Festival. And they cleared out the room. And then they brought somebody in who was way, her disability was higher in the neck range. So my sister is a C4, C, C3, C4. So it's a little lower. So it means like a little bit of wrist lower but this person was like high up like mm-hmm. with a straw to blow the chair to move right right and put them right in front with the whole family and my opening bit at the time was we have to stop being so nice to people with disabilities <laughs> <laughs> and I absolutely panicked I absolutely oh. panicked and the thing is is that I know for a fact that that woman would have laughed like that woman would have been yeah. like thank you like somebody like making a norm I mean like my sister will sometimes she'll wear a jean jacket and people are like well I love that jacket what is it denim it's like we all, <laughs> we all have a jean jacket you have to say something they just have to say something they always go oh yeah. they look at her feet a lot and then they're always like oh my god great shoes great shoes and we're like yeah I know what you're doing. Because that's why I was looking yeah, that that's direction. Why I, was looking. I just wanted to it's see your feet. <laughs> Man. But yeah, people are ridiculous. And like, I'm like, so not like that. I'm like, just, I treat everyone. Maybe I, maybe I'm like not sensitive enough. I think, I think maybe that's my problem, but like, I'll like, I'll curse my sister out. And I don't care. She's, uh, we fight all the time. And then when we fight, like we fight like sisters, we fight hardcore. Like, right. the, like we're going to say in front of people, the meanest things that we could say that would absolutely shatter everything you have inside. And we'll say that. And then like, because she's handicapped, people are like, oh, you're so mean. I'm like, did you not hear what she said to me? But then like, I'm the <laughs> asshole because like, I'm cursing out somebody on a wheelchair in public. So, okay. <laughs> I got some shit because in the L word generation Q, Sophie's sister is disabled, but she's also a terrible sister. And I could be like, this character sucks. She's gaslighting Micah. Yeah. She's like fucking has no loyalty to her sister. And people are like, why are you being so harsh? She's like, every time we made a joke at our watch parties about that. I'm like, I'm not, I know everybody got so Everyone tightens up. Yeah. I'm like, look, I'm not 
denying that it's important to have this representation on screen or anything is like great but the character is not a saint the bitch. character sucks but that's the thing is like which is great everyone in the show sucks yes they're all mean let them suck they're all mean i mean i would still 100 percent have sex with shane but like whatever <laughs> yeah, I want her to be mean to me. I want her to never call <laughs> me again. And be like, please trigger my issues, please. We love it. Um, I'm trying to get on the show. Hey, Gen Q, Gen Q, <laughs> the new neighbor. <laughs> He's just introducing myself. Oh yeah, I think I'm gay. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> We're recording this, so we're just going to send this directly to Showtime. That's your yeah. audition. <laughs> like, they need a new Jenny. Wait, what was her name? The original? The, Jenny. The, Jenny. They I could do be the need new a new Jenny. Because Jenny, Jenny, thank you. Not great, but I would swoop in there. Be like, hello, I'm the neighbor. <laughs> Agree to disagree. I think Jenny was great, but I think I can see you as new Jenny. And I think that that's the problem is they they don't have the chaos. <laughs> they don't have the Jenny chaos. Schechter, and they I need- can see that you can bring the chaos. Oh, yeah, and I love you for that. They need the in- the mental the mental instability. They need it more. <laughs> Everyone's already older and figured out their problems. <laughs> Speaking of uh, hot, unstable people, so you roll with a crew of hot lesbians. I do. Well, like I know. They're all really hot. It's so no, weird. we all have hot lesbian friends, I, but I was I looking at your pictures. Yeah. Something yeah. about what's going on with your group. Is it <laughs> yeah, the youth? T- t- tell are us they about all Gen Z? What's happening? What's going on? Why are they all so hot? Where do you hang <laughs> out? <laughs> I am the oldest in the group. I will say that. Um, okay. And I don't bring it up ever. I'm just kidding. I bring it up every five minutes. Um, they're, you know, they're all, I met them all with my partner. They're all mainly my partner's friends. And most of them we've met together. Um, a lot of them we met at pride last year and they've just became like lifelong friends. Love it. Um, but yeah, there's, there's the, we have a married couple in the group, Jordan and Audrey. They're the really, really they're so freaking hot. It's like a joke. Like they're yeah, in, I've already stocked them. Yeah. They're, they're really, <laughs> they're, it's like, it's like almost fake to me. Like, I'm just like, they're not real people. Like, like they should be the cover of Tampa base. Like they should be like, they're like, <laughs> They're like every straight guy's wet dream of what lesbians like look like, which is right. like, yeah, they're just like so smoking and they're tattooed from like neck down and just their perfect fucking, Joshua tree r- wedding. Oh, their wedding is like their wedding, they, their wedding pulling them up for right. pull them up right now. Like they're hot. And then um, <laughs> the more of the studs in the group are also like smokes, like so right. hot and young and cool and like they're all so smart and I just like I love my friends so much they're so brilliant like um they just I don't know they're just very impressive to me and one of our girls okay yeah <laughs> that's one of them that is is that Jordan or Audrey Audrey see. oh that's Audrey yeah that's my baby so she's the closest in age to me it was her birthday for Memorial Day that's so we were celebrating her 30th um at the at the queer garden Amazing. But she's my baby girl. And they moved here last year from Austin. She's in law school. So she's going to be a lawyer. Hot gay lawyers, baby. Brooklyn Bays. Where Hot are gay. you? We saying. need this. We got the gay lawyers, the hot lesbian lawyers who are tatted up. Like, I just like the whole thing to me is just brilliant. And then there's another girl in our group, Emily. Like, she's basically like running the financial game in, in the stock, like in New York. She has like a crazy head job for Bank of America or some shit. Like, and she's like right. the most like wild, like, 
unhinged one, which is like the irony in that is to me is like even better. Um, and then there's, you know, me and my partner, my partner is like a smoke show, hot, like butch 25 year old bartender. Like she bartends really hot bars. And like every time I've come to visit to work, some girl has jumped the bar to try to kiss her. And <gasps> if you don't she think, bartend, she works right now. She works. And okay. in Williamsburg before that, she was at Georgia room. And um, if you don't think what? And if yeah, yeah, you don't sorry. think that that didn't help with my mental insecurities, <laughs> <laughs> I, the one time I walk in there and there's this fucking bitch jumping the bar, I called, I called security. I said, <laughs> I said, where? I said, you can't have somebody doing that. I was furious. Um, so now I, every time I, I go visit her at work, I just like have one eye like at the bar and then like the other eye with my friends. So I'm just like such a psycho bitch. Um, You're just always there. Walk. I mean, I just I'm, looked at your I'm, Instagram stories and you are at the bar. I am, I am <laughs> there. she is behind it. Yep. She picked up a shift at that Georgia room, at Georgia room where that happened. And uh, it was for Valentine's Day. So I went and <laughs> waiting at the side of the bar to the point where her manager went up to her and was like, your girlfriend really doesn't like you working here, does she? <laughs> it's like, absolutely not. Was it something her face said? <laughs> she's just, yeah. And like, she's like, I don't know. She's, she's so gorgeous and like everything. And she's like, has this, I don't know. I feel like for straight girls, like, cause it was, it was, it's always a straight girl who jumps the bar. Right. It's never, right. it's never a gay girl because like, that's, we've all in, seen this. That's insane. Um, right. <laughs> but they think they do it like, and I think for her, like they know for sure that she's gay, you know, obviously she's more butch. And I think like, they're like, this is, this is going to be my first experience. Like, this is the girl that I want. I feel like she has that energy that straight girls want to lose their virginities yeah. to, you yeah. know, she, ha- that's like the vibe that she gives off. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. <laughs> it worked on me, but I'll kill, I'll kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> don't come to, don't come to that bar. <laughs> Yeah, we should bleep out the bar names. Yeah, bleep them out. <laughs> Just bleep them out. <laughs> but yeah, she's a, she's a cutie. But yeah, my, yeah. my the girlies are hot. And then there's another couple I've recently met, but they're good friends with Audrey and Jordan. Um, her partner is a pro skateboarder. She's so fucking hot. And I'm like obsessed with them. And another one of our girls... Uh, they are a pro um, basketballer in Spain. And this bitch showed up at Queer Garden with the hottest like girl. Then um, her name is Laura, but somebody had said Laura because she's from Spain, España. And then <laughs> and then Dominic goes like, it's actually pronounced Laura. And I said, get out of here. Coming back from Spain with your basketball, coming with this like a beautiful blonde Spaniard woman, like, Correcting us, it's Laura. I said, Dominic, get, Laura. The, get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're just, it's just like a really hot bunch of like, they're just, they all like impress me all the time. And where do you guys go out in New York? <laughs> like, 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 what are the spots? What are the um, cool spots that the I I probably don't go out as much, but like, we definitely go to all the scope parties. Here's my plug for scope. Yeah, definitely go all the scope parties. I love those girls. I love them. Um, queer gardens. Uh, the younger girls in the group go to the woods a lot. Yep. Right. Yeah. I'm <laughs> so face. funny. The other day, another Wednesday, so random person texts me. I'm like, are you at the woods? And I go, I was not at the woods. Um, but I was, uh, I was like cackling that somebody would just think that like, oh, that must be Flora. Like she's <laughs> at the woods. It's lesbian night. Like who's a brunette. It must be Flora. Um, <laughs> but they go to the woods a lot. The $3 bill. We love 
Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we honestly, like what we do the most is like, I, my girlfriend and I have like poker nights at the house, gay poker nights. We invite all the gays. We love, we love to do We love house parties. We're house party people. Love it. Okay. This is good because we've been getting a lot of emails asking. I think a lot of dykes are coming out to New York for pride month oh, hell and yeah. asking where to go. So yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of things for pride for like lesbians in particular. I forgot there was something the other day somebody sent to me. I think it might be the same DJ that does Queer Garden, DJ Whitney Day. Yeah. Mm. I yeah, mean, just follow DJs, yeah. actually. That's yeah. a good hack. Yeah. <laughs> Not follow DJs. Uh, follow Scope Tonight. Follow Dyke Beer is constantly po- posting like mm-hmm. different queer happenings going on. And there is no shortage of gay stuff to do nope. during Pride. <laughs> you can come There's to my much? house. <laughs> I'm going to yes. put the address yeah. in. Just bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. When are we hanging out? I yeah, wa- you guys I are coming over. You're gonna come to gay great. poker night. Yes. We, we don't play please. with real money I'm because like, I don't know how to play poker. I just learned. I, I love just that learned. you have gay poker night. You guys are the L word. You guys yes. we are, are the, the L word. I'm getting Amazon on the phone right now. We are making this series happen. <laughs> uh, well, we need to wrap up, but we do have one more question oh, yeah. for you. Yeah, we got to know. Flora, what is the one thing from straight culture you would like to appropriate? Snatch it up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the first thought that just came to mind because I did not think about this question the entire set, but since we're talking about daddy issues, I think like I want to be the daddy. <laughs> I want to be the daddy, and I want to leave the family. <laughs> I want that to be a thing because gay the gay le- le- they stay together with they parent together forever right let's there normalize is. let's normalize walking out on the family okay yes <laughs> deadbeat people with gay parents need trauma too okay <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah uh, i mean we need to protect gay marriage so we can have yeah. these marriages happen the in the first right. place have a few years under the belt gay divorce deadbeat yeah. dyke yeah deadbeat dyke that's the name of my other book I think I'm going to be a deadbeat dyke to my embryo. Is that, does that yeah. count? And that's <laughs> what I'm abandoning my According to Republicans, yeah. 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 <laughs> that is a baby. Put that's it on a, a hat. All right. <laughs> uh, well, Flora, where should people follow you uh, on social media? And yeah, sure. On Instagram, you can follow me at Flora Manon underscore because um, there's another Flora Manon that has one followers and zero zero posts. Uh, <laughs> we'll so kill her. Do I report her Instagram on a regular basis? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm <laughs> dying to report. get. I'm dying to get that handle. Um, but it's Flora Manon underscore. I run a comedy show called Hot and Bothered dot Comedy. You can follow me on there, and come to my June 22nd show at Hot and Bothered. Yes. Uh, at Ray's. It's my pride show. It's going to be the gayest show in the planet. It's going to be so sexy. Watch nobody comes. <laughs> well, someone's coming. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Uh, this has been so fun. Everybody, you know, you can follow us at Diking Out everywhere. You can follow me at TGI Carolyn. I'm at Melody Kamali. We both have a bunch of shows yeah. happening this month. So, yeah, make sure you're following all of us. Follow comedians you like because that's where they're posting, what they're doing. None of yeah. us update our websites anymore. No, okay. No. It's expired. Mm-hmm. Updated it <laughs> since before the pandemic. Yeah. So, check us out. No Give idea how follows. to use the calendar. No idea. No. Thank you. <laughs> this has been. This has been a PSA. 
and a very fun episode of Diking Out. We'll see you next Tuesday. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.